We're going to turn on University. I'll stop traffic. They got to swing pretty wide over into the oncoming lane. Right. And then uh, turn turn right down here. And uh, then I'm going to stage five uh, uh, tractor trailers are staging, staging, lighting, and sound. Okay. Once I get a couple of them dumped, which will be relatively quick, then uh, then I can go over and retrieve mine and. Uh, uh, company, our, our uh, generator operator, and uh, then we can get, uh, now we're going to have to face this way, so what we'll probably do is go up there, I'll spin them around, and then then park, because we have expanders and we blow out, and right. what nature, yeah. but, uh, uh, so we'll do that, and uh, we'll get them uh, set up, and uh, powered up, and that way we have a pretty good jump uh, on tomorrow. Voice you heard there describing some traffic directing along University Avenue at the Alabama campus in Tuscaloosa was that of Game Creek video hauler Tommy Marshall, lead driver every fall for a crew of seven rigs that make up quite a unique trucking niche. If you've been to OverdriveOnline.com this week, you'll likely know that Marshall is the lead hauler for the mobile television production of ESPN's College Game Day broadcast, which airs every Saturday throughout the fall ahead of the day's football games. Live from a different university site each week. I'm Todd Dills, and today on Overdrive Radio, we'll drop into some of Overdrive News Editor Matt Cole's detailed reporting around the operation, with Marshall in the production studio truck for Game Creek Video and several operators from a few different companies dedicated to the production. That includes West River Light and Sound and longtime trucker Jerry Glass. It's Glass's initial contact that led to the opportunity Cole got to spend with Tommy Marshall and the rest of the crew in Tuscaloosa two weeks back. Glass got in touch with me with what he flagged immediately as a weird call on Labor Day. That Monday, the crew was prepping to head to Tuscaloosa to stage on the University of Alabama campus. Would I be interested in seeing what they do firsthand? Jerry Glass asked me. Overdrive is headquartered in Tuscaloosa, of course, but I live in Nashville, Tennessee. However, I knew just the right guy for the job. Overdrive news editor Matt Cole is an Alabama grad himself. He delivered with a detailed look at the mobile TV trucking niche. He was on hand for their initial unloading two days later, Wednesday, and parts of the setup the following days too, with Tommy Marshall as a guide. Marshall and crew do a great deal more than just drive in such production, of course. In fact, driving might be the least time-consuming part of the whole affair, depending on whatever university location game day chooses week to week. Here's a little taste of some of the ancillary activities, with Cole setting up Marshall to tell part of the story of how he came to be the lead cook and proprietor for the game day crew's Roadkill Grill. Yeah, so um, when he started driving for Game Creek Video um, and doing the college game day uh, tour about 20 years ago, um, one Friday afternoon, I think it was one of the first weeks he was on the tour, he went and... Um, on a bunch of uh, meat and stuff and grill out for everybody. Um, you know, the other drivers, the uh, engineers and technicians, everybody that was around building the game day set and everything. Right. And uh, one of the, I don't remember if it was somebody with his company or if it was somebody with ESPN, somebody higher up came to him after that and was like, Hey, you know, is this something you would want to do um, or that you would mind doing uh, every week for us? And it just, uh, it turned into a weekly thing. So every Friday now, 
um, basically after all the sets are built and they're just, um, you know, waiting on the shows to start uh, Friday and Saturday, um, they've got, I think you said five different grills and they're grilling a ton of meat and they've got, you know, they buy all the sides. And, well, it went over um, so well that uh, from that point on, the operations producer said, Tommy, you want to do this every Friday? He said, I'm not going to buy it every Friday, but he goes, no, no, no. He says, we'll pay for it. He said, but uh, everybody enjoyed it so much and it's just a camaraderie thing. Yeah. And uh, so then since we started doing it every week, I thought, well, we'll come up with a name. I was driving down the road and one of the guys said, uh, hey, watch out for that roadkill. And I went, roadkill, roadkill, roadkill grill. Roadkill grill, you kill it, we'll grill it. So uh, that's how that happened and it's been that ever since. After a break for a word from Overdrive Radio sponsor, Howes, we'll hear much more from Tommy Marshall, likewise Cole. He's out this week at the Guilty by Association Truck Show in Joplin, Missouri, in the area around four state trucks there. How many owner-operators are out at the show? What's the mood and what's certainly been a challenging year thus far for so many small business truckers? Well, stay tuned for answers. Want a squeaky clean fuel system for your diesel? Today's your lucky day. Use Howe's Diesel Defender with IDX4, the strongest, most effective cleaning agent you can find in a fuel additive. Destroy the toughest carbon deposits and clean your entire fuel system in just three treatments with Howe's Diesel Defender. A clean fuel system means optimal performance and increasing your fuel economy by 5% or more. Guaranteed. Howe's Diesel Defender for every diesel. You can find more about Defender at H-O-W-E-S, HowesProducts.com. I spoke to Matt Cole near the end of the afternoon of Thursday, September 21st, as owner-operators were getting parked up at four state trucks in the surrounding area in Joplin, Missouri, for a bit of an update on how things were looking on site at one of the absolute biggest gatherings of the trucking community the nation over. Yeah, officially uh, get to tomorrow. Uh, today was kind of the unofficial first day. Uh, there's a ton of trucks out here. There was pre-registration, and I didn't hear an official number, but... I heard from a couple of competitor uh, entrants that 750 was the around the pre-registration number. Drivers could still show up through the end of the day tomorrow, through the end of the day Friday, if I'm not mistaken, um, and and register. Gotcha. I know you've been there. You were there the last time they did this two years ago in uh, 2021, right? How does it look compared to that? Yep. Uh, I don't think there's as many trucks here yet. Um, yeah, okay. Like I said, though, they're they're still filing in, you know, all day today. They, you know, some areas yeah. I walked to this morning um, that were more basically empty were uh, getting pretty full by the time I left this afternoon. So uh, it's definitely it's definitely filling up. Anything you tell us about um, kind of spirits people are in out there? Um, I know um, that's always it's always a pretty festive event, guilty by association at four state trucks there. But uh, what uh, what's the mood um, among the folks you talk to today? Everybody's pretty happy to be at a truck show. Um, I think there's a lot of uh, you know there's a lot of concern about you know business in general. Um, yeah. But the truck show kind of gives an opportunity for people to kick back for a couple of days and um, power around with some uh, with some buddies and. Just enjoy some camaraderie among among the trucking community when they get back out on the road uh, early next week, I imagine. 
um, what are you hearing uh, about uh, business business point of view? Do you uh, talk to anybody um, at length about um, what they're seeing in terms of rates and or um, you know just uh, work work to be done out there? As far as rates, uh, pretty much the same thing we've been hearing for the last several months. Um, you know, they're they're not too great, and uh, with fuel prices going back up. Um, that's obviously a concern for several people um, that I've talked to today, and I'm sure many others. Um, and it seems like rate availability is still is still struggling as well. Um, I talked to a few people that um, it's not uncommon to have to deadhead several hundred miles, uh, get to a, a load that pays decent, um, or to get to a load at all. Get over to overdriveonline.com slash business for several reports from this week on market conditions for owner-operators of late, including a report from owner-operator business services firm ATBS's early week session charting revenue, cost, and income performance for the last year. There are at least some signs ATBS felt that we've truly hit the market bottom for rates. We might sit here for a good while, but analysts there felt real improvement by spring next year could be in the cards for the broad market. Asked Matt Cole for a few highlights among his conversations with owners and operators out at the show. Here's what he had to say. Several of the trucks um, I saw today were um, more along the uh, patriotic theme. Um, okay. I spoke to one driver that uh, he drives. He's a company driver, actually, for CRST, but he's got their only um, wrapped show truck. Um, it's the American Patriot wrap, um, you know, which uh, which honors military veterans and tries to promote trucking for military veterans. So that was cool. Um, he got the truck a couple uh, last year, and um, he's uh, he's pretty much been given free reign to, to customize it how he wants to as well. So um, pretty okay. interesting to see what he's done with that so far. Um, he's a military veteran. Yeah, he yeah, a uh, U.S. Army veteran. He was in, I think he said from 2003 through 2011, and had two tours in Iraq. Okay. Um, yep. Another driver, um, another operator, leased the CRST. Um, he has his truck dedicated to POW MIA, and it's not wrapped, but um, he's got several. Um, Several indicators on the truck that it's, um, you know, to honor prisoners of war and missing in action um, veterans. And um, it's a pretty interesting theme. There's uh, there's skulls all around the truck. And hmm. it's a pretty uh, unique take on what we typically see in trucking to honor military and veterans and POW MIA. Obviously, just about like any truck show, um, if you're a fan of Peter built uh, 379s, 389s, and Kenworth 3900s. There's plenty to see, and lots of lots of uh, variations on those. I'm sure out there. Absolutely, uh, yeah. Not too many aero trucks, but uh, you know there are a few sprinkled in there, and pretty yep. interesting to see what drivers have done with some of those as well. There's antiques uh, all over the place. Um, I talked to one owner. He has a Kenworth W925 um, on the uh, on the show lot, and it's a um, it's a 
impressive truck. He uh, he said he bought it a few years ago and pretty much had to rebuild it from the ground up. Wasn't wasn't his intention initially, but it just kind of turned into a project, and he's done a beautiful job with it. That'll be a 1963 W925, and you can find a picture of that OverdriveOnline.com/slash/custom-rigs. The gallery of owners' rigs. Matt Cole posted Friday, September 22. And as usual with any such show, and particularly this one, you can expect much, much more in the weeks to come for Overdrive's Custom Rigs video series and plenty else. And if you're in Joplin, I do hope it's truly a good time. Now, back to Tommy Marshall, hauler for Game Creek Video and lead driver for ESPN's College Game Day Touring Live broadcast. On scene for the College Football Week 2 game between the University of Alabama Crimson Tide and the University of Texas Longhorns there. I started in entertainment in 1976 uh, uh, in the music industry. Uh, I wore a lot of hats, I did a lot of jobs, ended up uh, becoming a lead driver for uh, rock and roll bands, your biggest rock and roll bands in the world. That's how me and Jerry uh, met. Okay. I've known Jerry, we toured together for 30 some years. Uh, Who'd you work for back then? Uh, a company called Upstaging out okay. of, out of uh, well, it used to be Mundelein, Illinois. It's still a suburb of uh, Chicago. Worked for Janco for a while. Um, but I did, I did uh, tour with bands for 28 years. Uh, the music industry was really starting to change pretty drastically in the mid-90s. I, I didn't like the direction it was headed, so I thought, man, I have to do something else. But after you do something for almost 30 years of your life, it's like, well, what do you do? You know, so I, uh, so a buddy of mine jumped ship and he, uh, he said, man, you got to get in mobile television. All right. So uh, I applied for the company he was actually working for, but they had just purchased, just built a new uh, mobile TV studio. They said, man, it'll be a year before we build another one. A couple of days goes by. I get a call from them and they said, hey man, call this guy, uh, his name is Mike Cunningham, company's Game Creek Video. I said, what the heck's a Game Creek Video? And they said, best mobile company in the industry. I've been there ever since. I've been there for 20 years. I'm the senior, most senior driver there. The owner of our company, Pat Sullivan, his father uh, was the founder of the New England Patriots. And uh, so, uh, our company, Game Creek, we provide the mobile TV studios and uh, for all your networks. I mean, we have competitors, obviously, but, uh, but uh, uh, Game Creek Video, I've been assigned to College Game Day for like 20 years. And uh, but we have trucks that uh, do uh, Fox, uh, CBS, NBC, Major League Baseball Network. We do them all. And, and we broadcast everything from uh, sporting events, college and professional, to, uh, uh, oh, we do the Grammys, the Oscars, the Emmys, uh, uh, reality shows. We'll, we'll broadcast your kid's birthday if you pay us. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I've been truly blessed in my life doing, uh, like I said, being lead driver for your biggest fans in the world. And, okay. 
working with the best people in the world and and uh that's that's where we're at i'll never leave game creek um but uh because the 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 company pat sullivan and his his sons uh it's the greatest company you could ever ask to work with. Well, they, they've got this operation, about seven trucks, uh, generally speaking, uh, on the on the game day tour. Uh, but he also mentioned that there's some of some bigger operations that you know require certainly more trucks than than just seven or eight that run game day. He was talking more about the the concert um, music side of the business. Um, you know, some okay. tours can have. 30, 40, 50 trucks. Yeah, um, Game Creek Video and there's several other companies. Um, he didn't mention them by name, but um, you know they're doing uh, college football, NBA, Major League Baseball, um, NFL, uh, college basketball. Just you name it. And, yeah. You know, reality TV, um, any sort of live TV where there, where production is required on scene somewhere. That's the type of stuff they're doing. And, um, and Game Creek Video itself, I think they have 70 or 80 trucks. Having eight semis on this is much easier than having you know 20 30 40 trucks and rock and roll i can imagine yeah but the challenge of this is we're on university campuses uh, unlike uh like uh the trucks at game creek that do uh nfl stadiums let's say stuff like cat nba whatever yeah you have asphalt everywhere you go mm -hmm. and uh dedicated lots and, for, that's right you guys. have you have uh TV compounds. Yeah. And uh, whereas here, uh, my bosses get with the university officials and they figure out where we're going to go. And then they ask me to uh, put five pounds of crap in a one pound sack. So I just had to look at it and see if that, that's possible to do. Typically, walk on average Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays about 40,000 steps. Wow. Yeah. My mother's spent 43,000 on one given day. Wow. But, uh, so your job's not uh, not the typical truck driving job? Absolutely not. <laughs> it's kind of funny. I've driven 48 years of my life, almost 4 million miles. I've never driven any freight. Right. <laughs> <laughs> People are like, what? <laughs> well, I kind of fell into the uh, uh, rock and roll industry. My best friend's uh, band called McGuffey Lane. Uh, they were huge. Uh, got signed with Atlantic. Okay. Uh, we toured with Charlie Daniels, Marshall Tucker, the Allman Brothers, everybody. Oh, and awesome. uh, so we, uh, that's how I started. I was actually going to Ohio State and uh, I was uh, going to school for business management. Uh, I was working at a Fisher Body Plant in Columbus, Ohio. And uh, GM was paying tuition and books. I thought, well, that's a good job. I'll just work here. Right. Well, I hated the thought of going into that plant for 30 years of my life. Fortunately, I've been on the show 20 years. So I've been in that with my 28 years in rock and roll. I've been to every arena and stadium in the country yeah. 100 times. Right. I, I've developed good relationship, good rapport with all your uh, operations managers at various venues. We've been here so many times, like Alabama, prime example. We know all the people. We know exactly what we need to do. All I need is is their grace, that uh, and and since they know me so well, they know that they tell us what real estate we have to work with, and they just walk away. Just let me do it. So all we wait on is like today. We normally start at noon on Wednesdays, but some places 
We have to wait till faculty gets out of here, wait till the uh, student body gets out of here because we have a lot of vehicles. Right. And so, uh, so it was a five o'clock, 5.30ish kind of thing. Just let traffic die down. Once that occurs, we have a pecking order. Obviously the first thing you have to unload every week is your, your roof truck. Uh, the truck that hauls the roof for the stage and stuff. Then, then you got uh, uh, the truck that uh, hauls uh, our barricade, our bike rack. Uh, that's the second truck. The third truck typically is another West River truck, which is Nigel. He has some of the uh, unusual stages, the Zotron, a few things like that. Then after that, then we have, uh, uh, we dump him, but more times than not, I'd say 90% of the time, we can park me. I'm generally the first one to park. The last West River truck is uh, electronics. Everything goes on the stage, stuff like that. We generally, he's the first one to load out. He's like the last one to load in because we like to keep that safe and sure. out of the way. Um, West River, they have they have four trucks. The the third, uh, Wednesday afternoon that I was there, um, he brought in three of those four um, okay. at first because they had most of the actual stage equipment. The four. The fourth truck, I think, was more lighting and electronic stuff they wouldn't get to until Thursday. Um, right. The last one we heard on the audio, I believe that was the GoVision truck, which also has a lot of the electronics, but he was just getting that truck um, kind of parked where it needed to be uh, for the next day. Um, but typically on, on a Wednesday, Alabama's one of, if, when you read the story, you'll see um, Generally, they like to start around noon on Wednesdays to start getting on campus and unloading trucks. But University of Alabama, where they were that week, uh, is one of the universities that prefers they wait until later in the day to give faculty and students more time to uh, get away from that general area. So um, they didn't get started until about 5.30 that afternoon. And it made for a later, later night for them, of course. Um, but, uh, you know, it seemed like most of the guys on the on that tour have been doing it a long time, and uh, they're pretty efficient. They know what they're doing, for sure. You know, I was there Wednesday evening when they started, and then I was there part of the afternoon on Thursday when the set was probably three-quarters built. Um, yeah. It's definitely it's definitely hectic around there. Um, you know, they're all... Uh, they're all busting it, trying to get everything, everything done in time. Um, this season, they have added a new Friday show, um, the Pat McAfee show, and he does his, at least for the first couple of weeks of the season, they've been doing his show on the game day set on Friday afternoon. There's been a little extra um, need for them to get everything done quicker because uh, everything pretty much has to be set up by the time his show starts Friday morning. Built the studio for McAfee to broadcast from in our B unit here. Uh, we it hauls it hauls our gear once we get there and get parked. Once it gets here and gets parked, we offload it and then build the studio in there. Uh, uplink truck. The uh, obviously. From the stage, from the set, the cameras, it's fiber optic, and 
it'll go into the side of my trailer. Okay. It goes out of there, over here. He'll hit a bird, I don't know, 40,000 miles up in the air, whatever right. it is. It'll be, that signal will be sent down to Bristol, Connecticut, ESPN headquarters. They'll take a peek at it if they like it. They bounce it back, goes to your house. That's all done in seven seconds. How close is his truck so, to the it, stage? Really you know, what does that whole scene look like as they're setting it up? I think it varies based on, you know, which campus and how much space they have to operate in. But, um, right. you know, on, on Alabama's campus, there was probably 50 yards between his truck and, and the stage. Uh, yeah. And um, so basically a, you know, fiber optic cable runs from the stage um to tommy's truck and it's it's where the production is housed you know there's there's all the production equipment in there and then from tommy's truck he feeds it into the satellite truck which like like you just described you know it beams the signal up to the satellite it's sent back to espn headquarters in connecticut and then um if they're happy with it it, it goes out to, to everybody's television set Certainly not uh, your garden variety trucking here, right? Um, clearly, I mean, this guy stays out all season long. He says, uh, for the most part, he may mm -hmm. get uh, may get by his home in Columbus a little bit, but uh, this is this is a this is a full time tour for the for the folks involved in this um, you know, for for a full season of uh, college football. Um, but I mean, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of there's not a whole lot of driving uh, necessarily involved in it eh? no not at all um i point out in the story you know week one uh of the college football season game day was in charlotte north carolina i was there during week two in tuscaloosa which that's only about 450 miles the third week they were in boulder colorado um and i think i looked that up on the map it was like 1200 miles or so so um you know not terribly far distances between these. Um, you know, the biggest challenge occasionally if they happen to be in Miami, Florida, and the game day the next week is somewhere on the West Coast, um, they may have to right. bring in a team driver. But Once I start in the fall, in, end of August, mid-end of August, uh, I typically, I typically don't go home until football season's over. Go home a couple weeks, do the bowl games, and uh, then week after that, I start game day basketball. So I'm I'm almost out six to seven months, unless, with the exception, if we do Ohio State University where I live, I go home. Yeah. Or if uh, if we're passing through, I'll go home. Now, as a rule of thumb, they will allow us to. They want the drivers to have their home time because they believe very very much with the uh, balance of life. It's not just work. You have to have your family life too. And so they try really hard. To, uh, they'll fly you home eight to 10 days a month. And uh, and they try exceptionally hard to make sure that's, that happens each and every month. Uh, Game Creek Video, we uh, were paid salary. Uh, very nice salaries. And uh, uh, once you're staff with us, uh, you have all the benefits and, and all that, all the insurances and uh, 401k. and. Uh, they pay all our expenses, uh, hotel rooms, as well as rental cars, as well as flights. Uh, they give us uh, approximately 10 days off a month. Plus, I've been there so long, I got uh, over a month's paid vacation. 
And uh, so I'm paid. I mean, I don't have to leave the house, and I get paid. I get paid 365 days a year. So, uh, so that's nice. Absolutely. I mean, that's not true, but I mean, <laughs> if if they the didn't have anything for me to do, right. uh, that's got enough pace all the time. Awesome. So, uh, but yes, we're we're blessed to uh, get paid very very well. ESPN, everybody, Casey, and everybody, they they really. Uh, show their appreciation they do whatever they can if i need something they they're right there yeah. whether it's rental cars or picking something up or grills or whatever yeah. they they do so and that's uh you know i mean to me it's just all about friendship and family but uh but you know that's it's very much appreciated i know that we all have each other's backs you know it doesn't matter I've done it hurricanes and everything else, and you just do what you got to do. Right. Well, being on a tour like game day, um, you know, you could be in Tuscaloosa this week. Y'all could be in L.A. for a USC game next week. So, um, you know, as far as the driving part, um, you know, you got here on, you, you know, y'all were here Tuesday afternoon. You start to set up Wednesday. Um, you know, on a cross-country trip like that, how would, how would it, what would it if, look like? If we can do it legally we do it legal. Oh, well, we do everything legal but i'm saying if we don't have to bring in team drivers all right if it's too far if we're in miami florida university of miami and we have to go to eugene oregon uh that's pushing it so we look at the mileage we look at the weather and uh, depending on what time we can uh, get out and we might arrive five or six hours later than normal but uh if we we don't particularly care to have team drivers just because it's added weight it's more stress it's it's you know it's uh it's just an inconvenience um not that i don't like my fellow drivers but uh but now if we have to uh uh if we you know if i look at it and run it a few different ways and i can't do it then i just call the office and you know we just uh, round up uh, seven team drivers and they fly in and off we go because we typically the, the show's big enough now that we typically we try and uh, start offloading trucks parking and powering them up setting them up offloading them at noon on wednesdays it's all company drivers but what they've done when i first started you had to do what we call freelance okay uh they wanted to see if you could drive if you fit in if you're a team player if you you know if you can cut the hours some people don't like to be away from their house you know, and so now we don't have freelancers, we call them contractors. Mm -hmm. And what uh, uh, what Game Creek does is, uh, uh, it's typically word of mouth, because uh, with us, you know, we could get 5,000 applications because people would love to drive these trucks. And, right. and uh, But rather than wasting their time and our time, because, uh, I mean, there's a lot of great drivers in the country, but there's... A lot of them that uh, they want to do the uh, bare minimum, just do just enough to uh, get paid, yeah. keep their jobs. Uh, a lot of them in this, <laughs> I've said this for 48 years, if I issued out a driver's license, about 65% of the country wouldn't have one because uh, they all think they're the greatest drivers in the world, but uh, they're absolutely horrible. Right. They're frightening. Uh, that's one thing that we screen very much at Game Creek because my mobile unit right there is $14 million. Okay, all our all our mobile units are extremely expensive, and uh, and 
you know, just uh, if you if you own Game Creek, if you're Pat Sullivan, you want to just put Joe anybody behind the wheel, and and so we're we're uh, we uh, have them fly up, and they'll take a test drive, and uh, if they, and it's just with uh, you know some of the people in our uh, transportation department, we call them driver supervisors that are up there, and and uh, uh, one of my dearest friends is one of our. Uh, Oh, both of them. We have two, and uh, uh, John Boucher is uh, a great, uh, he used to uh, be a driving instructor. He used to own 12 of his own trucks. Well, when he came to Game Creek, I don't know, 15 years ago or something, he spent his first three or four weeks with me. So I taught him the Game Creek way of doing things. He's never forgot that, and he's very, very gifted. And, uh, and so, You'll ride, if you come up and they're giving you a shot, you'll ride with John, or you ride with Scott Dolly, the other uh, supervisor, and uh, if they think you're skilled enough and have passed that portion of it, now they'll uh, work you into the schedule. Uh, they'll, you would talk to Kevin Kennedy, uh, who is our transportation director, Ben Coat, uh, the assistant, and uh, uh, Stan Legassi, you'd put those guys, uh, you'd get with them, Stan would schedule you to do maybe work on an AB unit, uh, uh, which I'm a single unit, but uh, the game trucks are Game Creek, okay. and uh, uh, they're an AB unit. So uh, uh, you would uh, uh, ride, uh, typically I think what they do is, is they'll have you do team drives, like with our NASCAR trucks and stuff like that and get feedback from those guys. See if, uh, well, you know, they're pretty good drivers. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's not just the driving. That's what a lot of people don't understand. If you're willing to learn, I can teach you any of this stuff. But uh, uh, it's more your attitude and your personality because out here, you don't know who you're talking to. Right. I mean, you could uh, it could be the uh, CEO. I've met the CEO of Disney. I've uh, I've met so many network uh, vice presidents and, and uh, governors and, and just everybody over the years. You don't know who you're talking to. Some of them just look like you and I, man. Yeah. I mean, they're they're not all fancy dudded up. And uh, so you want you want people that uh, you know aren't going to offend anyone or say the wrong things. And uh, you know, and you either have that skill or not. You know, that's nothing that can be taught. You either have a personality or you don't. Right. Some people absolutely hate that. That's why a lot of drivers, they love driving because they don't deal with anybody, you know? Yeah, bump a dock and there just you go. Out, you know, there, the trailer that, and go on. That's exactly right. Yeah. And uh, But in entertainment, whether you're in the music industry or, or sports or, you know, mobile television, whatever, that's not true, yeah. you know? And again, there's, there's some of our drivers that prefer they wouldn't be talking to you, you know. <laughs> right, yeah. But, uh, but you know, I'm I've been kind of gabby my whole life, and uh, I don't have an issue at all with talking to people and explaining things. And, uh, um, but again, that's just you either have that type of personality or you don't. It's a big thanks to Matt Cole for spending time with Marshall and the crew, and for bearing with one old Georgia football fan here. I know it was a kind of a cool experience to get to hang out with folks and cover cover this operation but i do have to say that um uh i'm sorry your team lost <laughs> <laughs> yeah it hasn't been the greatest season for for alabama fans so far 
You can read much more about Marshall and meet all the operators that are part of the tour via Cole's big feature from earlier in the week at overdriveonline.com. I'll post a link to it for sure in the show notes wherever you're listening. Overdrive Radio is on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify, Overcast.fm, and many, many others, including worldfamousoverdriveonline.com slash overdrive-radio. Here's a big thanks for listening. Any feedback or tips from me directly? Use our podcast message line at 615-852-8530. Overdrive Radio is a production of Overdrive, the voice of the American trucker. It's edited and produced by me, Todd Dills, with the acoustic guitar and other support of trucker songwriter Long Haul Paul Marhofer. The theme is Legend of the Snake Man by Marhofer, featuring the guitar work of Travis the Snake Man himself, Lemon. Terry Tussocks reaches in on bass, keys by Tishomingo Jim Whitehead, and on drums, Andrew Marshall. The podcast is backed up further by Overdrive's own news editor, Matt Cole, who heard from today, of course. Social media coordinator, Holly Young. Executive editor, Alex Lockie. And video editors, Lawson Rudisil and Andrew Gwynn. See you next time.